I want you to turn in your Bibles to the book of Ephesians chapter 5. Thank you for being faithful to the house of God. And uh, thank you for being faithful to the prayer room because I am a firm believer and that's, that is where everything starts. If we don't have prayer, we don't have anything. Amen. You can believe it or not, but I'm telling you that prayer works when nothing else does. Amen. The book of Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Deeming the time, because the days are evil. Redeeming the time, because the days are evil. I want to talk to you today in the form of a question. What time is it? What time is it? Why don't you put your Bibles down, lift your hands to the Lord. I'm going to ask God to help us here. Lord, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray that your presence, God, would supersede everything else in every life in this place right now. Let your word permeate, God, every aspect of our thought patterns right now. Take our thoughts into captivity and let your spirit and your words speak in this place. In the name of Jesus. I take authority and dominion over every spirit of distraction. Every spirit of disruption. God I loose an anointing in this building right now. That will destroy every yoke. Every yoke of addiction. Every yoke of depression. Every yoke of fear, every yoke of doubt, every yoke of unbelief, I take authority and cast it down and loose your anointing in this place. In Jesus' name. Come on, praise Him with me right now. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you, Lord. You may be seated. God bless you. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. We see that phrase again in the book of Colossians. The writer says, walk in wisdom toward them that are without, redeeming the time. I don't know if you know it or not, but we're living in the last days. I want this church to understand, and particularly those of you that are gathered here, because I don't believe that anything's an accident with God, and you're here because God wanted you to hear what's about to be said. But I want you to realize that there are getting ready, in fact, already, happening in our nation and in our world some very drastic things. 
I'm telling you today that the things that we have learned to lean on and depend upon are about to be yanked out from underneath us. Uh, you're not hearing me. I'm telling you it's not out of the question that one day in the not too distant future you're going to go to your bank and they're going to tell you we're sorry. You can't withdraw anything today. Oh, that, 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 that would never happen, Bishop, really. I want to tell you that it's already happened. Not here, but it's already happened. And I'm telling you that things are shaping up for a one-world system, a one-world cash system or money system, a one-world religious system. And I want to tell you that it's time for us to redeem the time. I'm going to talk to you about that in just a minute, but I'm telling you, did you feel that? Did, did you feel that? You just lost 10 minutes of your life that you can't get back. Uh, well, but, but no, you, you don't understand. What you didn't do 10 minutes ago, you'll never be able to reach back and get a hold of that 10 minutes. By the time we walk out of here today, there will be things that transpire that you'll never be able to reach back and change again. What, what does redeeming the time mean? To me, it's, it's one of those strange wordings that makes my eyes get a little wider and my thinking a little fuzzier. What in the world does redeeming the time mean? For, for a little perspective this morning, let, let's examine some other translations. The NASB said, therefore be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise. Making the most of your time, because the days are evil. The NIV said, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. I, I, I know some of you may be informed, but I believe that a lot of us are not. Do you understand that we're living in a time when society wants to tell your children there's no need for you to decide what gender you are right now, just give it a little time. Do you realize that just about 15 minutes from here in a school system that I won't mention but you know, just about 15 minutes from here there was a counselor that has now lost her job and the reason she lost her job was because she had a student come to her that talked to her about wanting a gender change and she chose to hide that from the parents of that child. What time is it? We're living in a time 
where men want to be women and women want to be men. And they're so confused because there's no clarity in our society. We're living in a time as it was in the days of the Bible. That they're literally taking children and offering them as sacrifices to the, their gods. Are you hearing me right now? What time is it? I want to tell you what time it is. It's time for us to wake up and understand we don't have much time. And if we're going to do anything for the kingdom of God's sake, and we're going to do anything to reach and get a hold of those that are headed for a devil's hell, we're going to have to do it now. We live in a time where there's no commitment. None. You know... They talk about the percentage of divorce diminishing, going down. Well, that's pretty easy. Folks don't get married anymore. They just pick a partner, and when they get tired of that one, they just trade it for another one. Come on. I'm talking about commitment. You remember, that everything that happens in the natural, there's a spiritual parallel to it and I'm telling you that we're living in a day where people have gone church shopping they look for a church that fits their lifestyle instead of exacting their lifestyle to fit the word of God I wish somebody would help me a little bit I'm going to get somewhere Redeeming the time. I think that other translations lose some of the interesting flavor of the King James Version. Redeeming the time just sounds so much cooler than making the most of every opportunity. But they certainly phrase this passage in a much more understandable way redeeming the time can be seen as making the most of your time do, do you I, I want this to gra- to get a hold of you right now and you take hold of it with everything that's in you as a one God tongue talking Jesus name baptized apostolic child of God Do you understand that in the hour and a half that we've been in this building, literally thousands upon thousands of souls have gone out into eternity without God? I didn't come here to play this morning. I'm telling you that we've got to wake up as the church and redeem the time we got to reach for every lost soul. We don't have time to meddle in the things of the world. We don't have time to get caught up in the culture of the system. 
It's time that we yoke ourselves to the things of God and the word of God and start walking according to the word of God. Why, why does the KJV use the word redeem? The Greek word is, and I won't pronounce this right, but that's okay. Exagorazo, which in turn comes from two Greek words. Ek, meaning from or from out of. And agorazo, meaning to purchase. So, exagorazo appears four times in the Bible. We already looked at two of those in Ephesians 5 and 16 and Colossians 4 and 5. The other two are Galatians 3 and 13. The Bible said that Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. And Galatians 4 and 5 said, so that he might Redeem those who were under the law. Now, exagorazo is a marketplace term. When you redeem someone from slavery, as Christ redeemed us, you are purchasing them. You are purchasing them out of their slavery. You are paying the price to take them out of a bad situation. Now, what is it that's being redeemed in Ephesians 5 and 16 and Colossians 4 and 5? I'm really not this smart. I, I just studied this and looked all this up because Y'all know me. You've been around. We've been together for a long time. The Greek word kairos, which means time. But not just any idea of time. Kairos isn't about minutes and seconds and wristwatches and sundials. It's not about the flow of time or a specific measurement of time. Instead... Kairos carries with it the idea of the right time. The idea of a predetermined time or an opportune time. For instance, what some of you are thinking right now. How much time before lunch? You would not use the word kairos. Is it time to have lunch? One is speaking of time in minutes and seconds where the other is speaking of a point in time. I don't know if you can hear it or even grasp a vision of it today. Brother Jordan, I can hear the angels of the Lord assembling. I can hear 
the marching and the preparation getting ready for a specific time. I want you to know that if you've never repented of your sins, never been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and never been filled with the Holy Ghost, there is no time like the present. I want you to understand, I don't know when the rapture is going to happen. I only know that it is going to happen. And I do know that there's a specific time that it's going to happen. The Bible said no man man knows the day nor the hour. I don't know the day or the hour. But I know this, everything is starting to come together. Come on. The trumpeteer is tuning up the trumpet. Come on. They're shining up the streets of gold right now. They're making sure that crystal river is crystal clear. Come on. The throne room is getting lit up like it's never been lit up because there's no need for light because the sun is already there and there's about to be a calling of the church come up a little higher. Come on. And if you're not ready, if there's anything in your life that would keep you from going, let me tell you, you don't have time to wait. You don't have time to delay. You can be seated. Kairos doesn't have to be an instant. It could be a short window of time. Like time to take a break. Or it could be a longer window of time as in harvest time. I want to tell First Pentecostal Church this morning. In the Holy Ghost. With God as my witness in the voice. A prophetic voice. That it is harvest time. Now, about six of you got that. I said it is harvest time. Come on, a few more catching on. Let me say it again. It is harvest time. Say, well, we got to wait for everything to get just right. No. Jesus said, don't wait. He said, don't say we're going to do it at this time or that time. He said, now. He said, now the harvest is ripe. It's white and ready to be. Come on, somebody. I want to tell you what he's looking for is somebody in this building to start redeeming the time. What do you mean, Bishop? I'm telling you, God is saying if there ever was a time that we need to go all in in the kingdom and reach for lost humanity and reach for a harvest, now is the time. Now wait, just stay right where you are right now. Just stay right where, don't move. I want you to look now. 
I just preached to this church about harvest. I just told you it's time to have harvest. I want you to look. Watch this. Watch. Watch this. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25 people are on their feet right now. I bet y'all wish you would have stood, don't you? And I bet y'all are glad you stood. Now watch me right here. What are you, what are you doing, Bishop? I, I ask you a question. What time is it? I want to tell you what time it is. It's time for the church to get excited. More excited about than just coming to church. Just having good church. Come on. It's more than just filling up a building. It's more than just filling up. Come on. We're going to reach into the portals of hell and pull souls out of the... Come on, what time is it? It's time for us to have a harvest. Watch this. You you be seated. Kairos is a time where you better get moving. Tell your neighbor, you better get moving. Those crops aren't going to harvest themselves. It is the appointed time. It is the proper time. The slice of time where you have an opportunity. But that Kairos is going to eventually slip away. You say, Bishop, what's going on? Let me just share something with you in the Holy Ghost right here. God is preparing the souls of men right now. He's speaking to your sons and your daughters. He's speaking to your neighbors and your friends. Listen to me. I hear the creaking of door hinges. Come on. God is opening a factual door of revival and harvest. Oh God, I feel something in the Holy Ghost right here. Come on, the door is opening right now. He's just waiting for the church to respond to say, I know what time it is. I'm not going to wait. I'm going to redeem the time. I'm going to purchase. I'm going to buy back the time because there are souls that are hanging in the balances and I don't want them to be lost. You may see. Redeeming the time. The exagorazo, the kairos, you are purchasing out of slavery the fleeting opportunities that you are presented with. Listen to me right here. I realize, I realize where I am and I know, I know who I'm talking to today. But I want you to hear me. You you gotta put down, 
Put away your little petty offenses. You, you, you gotta, you gotta forgive and forget. I don't care what anybody's done to you. It's harvest time. I don't care who's offended you. I don't care who's hurt your feelings. You say you ought to care, Bishop. I don't care because their soul is more important than my offense. Come on. Their soul is more important than me carrying around a chip on my shoulder because somebody didn't. Come on, it's time. It's time that we lay all of that down. And look, we don't have time to play with God. We don't have time to play church. It's time that we understand we got to get a sickle in our hand and thrust in the sickle. The harvest is ready. It's waiting for you to redeem the time. You be seated. Yet in, in my mind remains a question, one question. Why the word redeem? Why not the word utilize or seize or work when referring to Kairos? Why this imagery of purchasing? From slavery. I, I, I believe the answer to that is found in the very next phrase from Paul. He said, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Look, 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 that important word there, because. In the passage, we are to redeem the time, but we do so because the days are evil. Brother Gill, thank you for the reminder this morning of all of those great men of faith and those not so great. But those that responded to their moment in time. But my mind goes back to a very old example of a man named Noah. And Noah got one of the most ridiculous assignments that any man of God could have ever gotten. In a dispensation where it had not rained forever. God said, I want you to go down there in the middle of those people. And I'm going to give you a blueprint. And I want you to build a boat. And I believe, this is just me. But I believe, Brother Stephen... Every wooden nail that he drove through that wood, he was thinking about a soul that needed to be saved. 
it wasn't just about his family. And every day when he walked outside of that ark, he'd preach to them, the judgment of God is coming. It may not be today, but the time is at hand. It's coming. Oh, I know it took God a hundred years to fulfill that. But every day, Noah went to that boat and he built one more level. He built one more cage. He made one more application to the blueprint that God had given him. Why? Because he understood. He didn't know when, but he knew what God had said. And God said, I am coming to this world in judgment and it will happen and every day Noah went to work redeeming the time because he knew that his job was to save as much of humanity as could be saved he didn't know how many he didn't know what it was going to do he just knew he was going to follow the. he just knew he was going to follow the plan of God And they mocked and they laughed. There were some good church folks there that said, you know, haven't been a while, it's been a while since I've been to church, but you know, I'll I'll make it before the judgment of God comes. I'll get back there before the judgment of God falls. And every day Noah just kept working. His boys. His daughter-in-laws, his wife, they just kept working. And all the time, preaching the judgment. Oh, we don't like to hear. The society doesn't like to hear that word judgment. They, you know, they, they like other words. They, come on, somebody. They like other words. Pretty words that makes everybody feel warm and fuzzy. But Noah said, he's coming. I don't know when he's coming, but in the meantime, I can't lay in the bed this morning. I got to get out of the bed and get my hammer out, my saws out, and I got to keep sawing wood, and I got to keep putting pieces on this ark because he's coming. Come on, some of you don't believe it. You say, well, I believe it. No, you don't believe it. If you believed it, you'd be redeeming the time in your life right now. You'd be doing everything you could right now. To see what you could do in the kingdom. You'd wake up every morning not with an idea. I'm just going to sleep in today. But there'd be something that drove you when your eyes popped open in the morning. To get up and say, you know what? There's somebody's soul that's hanging in the balances. And if I don't redeem the time of the kingdom, they could be lost. Oh, I wish somebody right now would reach your hands up and cry out for a soul. Come on, that's it. Plug into that right now for just a minute. I'll finish, but come on, I feel God. I feel God wanting to break in right here. What time is it? It's harvest time. There's souls hanging in the balances. There's souls lost without God. 
I don't care what you believe. I don't care what you say. The word of God is right. We've got to get them to that presence of the Lord where they can repent, where they can be baptized, where they can be filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. We can't just shrug it off and say they don't want it. What we need to do is pray until they do want it. Oh, God. You can be seated. When Paul looked around at the world, he saw he was... That he was living like we are today in evil times. I, 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 look, I realize that not everybody listens to or watches or reads all of the news that's going on. I, I, I understand that. Some folks aren't, they're not into that. I, I get that. But I, 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 I'm just, I'm just going to tell you, we cannot afford to put our heads in the sand right now. I, if, you, if, you, if you haven't looked, I can't, I can't emphasize to you enough how bad it is. And this isn't, this isn't politics. I, 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 don't, I, I know sometimes I, I get accused of that, but this isn't politics. I'm talking about the dark, evil world, satanic driven God help us right now come on I want somebody to hear me right now when I when I see men walking across the border with babies in their hands and handing them over to strangers that they don't even know giving them to men and them, those men putting those babies in a van not knowing where they're going and what's going to happen next. I'm telling you, there's something that cries out in me. Oh, would you come quickly, Lord Jesus? Come on. You can't convince me that Sodom and Gomorrah was any worse than what's going on in our world today. But watch me now. We come in here and fold our hands and cross our legs and say, well, we're having good church and all the time the world is going to hell. I've come to ask you a question this morning. What time is it? What time is it? And my answer is, it's time for the church to rise up and declare the unadulterated word of the Lord and reach a lost world. Be seated. So pervasive is the evil of these days that our opportunity to do good, our kairos, will slip away and be consumed by darkness unless we act. Tell your neighbor, you don't have much time. 
It's as if we have to rescue and redeem these opportunities from the clutches of an evil world. Picture a tug of war, if you would, where opportunity or kairos is in the middle and we're polling one way while the evil days are polling the other way. That's not what's happening here. Listen to me. Opportunity is not in the middle. Opportunity is not in neutral ground. It's in hostile territory. You know, I don't want to get off. I'm I'm reaching for somebody here today. And I I don't want to get off on any negative connotation here if I can. But I... I, I, want, I want you to know, I want you to understand, just because it's not happening in your world doesn't mean that you don't need to respond like it is happening in your world. Just because your baby's not being affected right now doesn't mean they won't be affected. And there needs to be some mom and dads that put your personal preference by the wayside. You need to put your personal goals by the wayside and start redeeming the time for your babies. The world is after them with everything that it has to get them and capture them and take them away and cause them to be lost. But there needs to be some moms and dads and some saints of God that say, I understand what time it is and I won't lay down. I won't give up. I'm going to redeem the time. I'm going to intercede like I've never interceded. I'm going to travail like I've never travailed. I don't want my babies to be lost. Lift your hands with me right now. Harebo reba shata. What time is it? You can be seated for just a minute. Because the days are evil, the opportunities, the opportunities that we have to do good and to bring glory to God are already on autopilot, on a course to be swallowed up, listen to me here, by busyness and our worldly mindsets. Hear me, that job won't matter. 
your pursuits for education won't make any difference. One more degree on the wall won't matter when the rapture happens and you're not ready. And your children aren't ready. And your husband's not ready. And your wife's not ready. Oh, but Bishop, I, I've lived for God all these years and nothing's happening. What time is it? It's time to redeem the time. Listen to me. Don't you wait for something to happen. Make something happen. Redeem the time. Pray. 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 Pray until something happens. Pray until God moves. Pray until you hear God. Pray until they hear God. Pray until God moves them. Don't quit praying. You're running out of time. Redeem the time. Hear me, hear me, because the days are evil. If we just go with the flow of our culture, we will lead wasted lives. Listen to me, mom and wife. Listen to me right now. I'm sorry that your husband isn't moved to come to the house of God right now. But that ought not be a discouragement to you. It ought to be an encouragement. It ought to drive you to the altar every time the doors are open. You ought to take those babies by the hand and walk them down to the altar and say, we're going to pray until daddy gives in. We're going to pray until daddy surrenders. Come on. Oh, I feel something in the Holy Ghost. Come on, if you've got lost mamas and daddies, that ought not to discourage you today. It's time to redeem the time. You ought to get in the altar and pray until God moves on that daddy. God moves on that mama. Say it can't happen. Don't tell me it can't happen. I got a wife sitting right there that at a time in my life when I was as far away from God as I could be, she yoked up with an elderly lady in this church and they prayed until God spoke to me and brought me back. I'm telling you, they're not too far away from God. If you're not too far away from God. Because the days are evil. Our sin nature is the default owner. And decision maker concerning these precious windows of time that we have to make a difference on this earth. Listen, I know, I realize I'm, I'm walking on dangerous territory right here, but I've been there before. Uh, I want you, I, I want this church to hear me right now. There should not be one service 
Not one. I don't feel it. I don't feel it, preacher. Hear me right now. What time is it? There should not be one service that you set your hide back there in a chair when the Holy Ghost is moving in this altar and you got lost loved ones, you got lost friends. Come on, and you could even be lost yourself. You sit back there unmoved, unshaken, untouched. You know what time it is? It's time for you to redeem the time. It's time for you to pray through. It's time for you to get a hold of God so God can touch you and the Holy Ghost can flow through you. Come on. It's not time to get discouraged. It's not time to quit. When everybody runs to the altar, you run right behind them. Find a place to pray and redeem the time. We're running out of time. Come on, stand with me. I'm going to try to finish. The good news is that Christ gives us ample resources to rescue these opportunities from slavery. Do you know your son is a slave to those drugs and that alcohol, that pornography? Do you know your daughter is a slave to the things of this world? And do you know they've already been bought out? They've already been purchased. They've already been redeemed. But God's looking for somebody that's in the church that already has been redeemed, already has given yourself to God. He's looking for somebody that'll say, I know what time it is. I'm going to redeem the time. I'm not going to wait on somebody else. I'm not going to wait on the perfect opportunity. I'm going to redeem the time. What time is it? It's time for you to pray. I said, it's not time for you to turn and walk out the door like nothing's been said in this building today. It's time for you to pray. God's calling you to come and redeem the time. God's calling you to come and get your heart right. God's calling you to come and get your life in alignment with His Word and with His Spirit so that you could be part of harvest time. Harvest time. It's harvest time. Come on. There ought not be one soul sitting back there. You hear me right now? In the Holy Ghost, there ought not be one child of God. Say, well, it's crowded up there. There's lots of room right here. There's room right over there. You ought to come up here and fill that space with a heart that's ready to redeem the time. Come on, Mom. Come on, Dad. Come on, young person. It's time to redeem the time. It's harvest time. It's harvest time.